Blog Talk Radio. Enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Your end time watchman. Bringing you light in a dark world. Where truth is rivaled with a lie. And the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth not. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days. So you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone. The prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy. So you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Hello and welcome to the prophecy zone. This is Phil Armstrong and for the next Hour, we're going to be talking about Bible prophecy. Uh, I'm pretty sure some of y'all stayed up late last night uh, to look at the blood moon, uh, and I hope you enjoyed yourself because uh, mine faded away just as 12:05 came. It disappeared 15 minutes before I can even take a good shot. I had had the picture when it, the moon was pretty big and it was pretty white and it was sort of turning a little bit pinkish and then it went away. Again, I think it got raptured. Um, so um, hopefully for the next couple of months I can get ready and um, God will give us a, a nicer uh, shot, at least up here in Spokane, Washington. I know Seattle had a beautiful um, look at it. It was perfectly round and red and everything. It's just gorgeous. But um, I hope everybody's having a good day today. Um, today I'm going to um, venture down that road of the blood moons. Uh, I believe that we are in the last days. So uh, I've heard a couple of guys say that the blood moons are um, they're just another uh, red heron. Uh, they're just another um, Y2K slash common element. And um, those are the same guys that are saying that we're in the end times. So to take you seriously is kind of like it's just a whatever. But um, I do believe something is about to happen, and I do believe this time those blood moons were a signal. But here's what I want um, to express on this show and to get you to think about. Is it a possibility that the blood moons have to complete its cycle before something happens? In other words, the very last blood moon uh, on, um, I think it's Sukkot, uh, 2015, has to complete before something major happens. And when I say something major, I mean the beginning of the tribulation period, practically. Now, something always can happen in the interim. But if you look at, and, and this, this is what I want to I want to do is I want to uh, I got to come up on my computer and go to my pictures and and find the because I don't have it written down on any document. But 
I, I want to go and uh, and look at uh, uh, those uh, blood moons on my chart, and uh, as soon as I can pull them up, and uh, and 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 read it off to y'all. But what I first want to think about is when did the blood moon effect take place in the prior um, chatrads throughout history? So in other words, if you look at the 1949, 1949 one, uh, it was a signal that Israel had became a nation, and it happened after 1948. So the Tetrads were there after. So it was a signal. But then, um, actually, let me keep my mouth shut before until I can get to it. But um, and what I'm trying to say is it's a possibility that uh, – because this twenty, the twenty eighth of, of September two thousand fifteen is the last one. Now, could it be uh, that it has to complete the whole cycle? So, the first one that we had it was April fifteenth two thousand fourteen, which I already know that one, and the last one we have is September twenty eighth two thousand fifteen. So, could it be that the whole thing has to complete its cycle first? before we see the tribulation period begin, which could still be- begin in 2015. Could be. And I'm not here to teach you anything. I'm just here to get get a, all of us to think uh, uh, about that. Now, could it be a signal for World War III, Ezekiel 38 and 39? Some people believe, and I, and I, I know of various few people like Jay Vernon McGee, no, not Jay Vernon McGee, sorry, um, Jack Van Impey, believe that um, Ezekiel 38 and 39 is Armageddon. And I don't believe that. I believe that Ezekiel 38 and 39 is prior to the tribulation period beginning. And I think that these blood moons are a warning for that. And I also believe that they're a warning for Isaiah 38, I'm sorry, Isaiah 17 which is a precursor to Ezekiel 38 and 39. And I think that it's one of the reasons why Russia says I should should put hooks with the capital, with the plural, in their jaws. So not only if it's oil or minerals or whatever that the Red Sea Sea or whatever Israel has, but they're coming down also for revenge, for just like uh, the United States came and um, invaded Iraq, saying that they had mountains of mass destruction, which was a complete lie, um, and overblown, because they even tied it to uh, um, a 9-11, which technically, <coughs> technically, we give Russia every bit of reason to go in, because I think the Russia is the new United States. And you say, what do you mean by that? Russia is the new United States. Well, we are known for going into countries we shouldn't be going into. Of course, the rest of the world want to play footsie with us because we have most of the money. The one who controls the purse controls everything. And we have the purse. Of course, we have the New World Order staging ground for the New World Order government, which is a world government. But what are we truly? Uh, I have some neighbors staring right in my window. 
<laughs> that's that's really strange. Love your neighbor, huh? I turn around and these two people I'd never seen before. They they live behind me, so they just staring right in here. Maybe they're looking at the dog or something outside. I just can't see it. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> okay. So I I, I hope um, everybody understand that. Uh, just because we had a blood moon yesterday does not mean all hell's going to break loose. Uh, and I wanted to put put an put a ear in some people's bug um, people's ear your ear in some people's bug a bug in your ear um, that there's a chance that nothing's going to happen with that song, signal from last night. They all have to be grouped together and they all have to complete its cycle before any of this stuff happens. Now. Uh, with that being said, I wanted to sort of talk about, and I got my uh, little list of things I wanted to talk about. Of course, um, John Kerry um, supposed to be trying to step back from the table and um, actually let Israel and the Palestinians come to their own agreement, which we know that's not going to happen. Uh, well, I do believe that there are war plans in the taking and the making, and um, <clears throat> I believe that those war plans could be uh, coming to a television set near you. Uh, those blood moons can also be illustrating that the Antichrist is coming, the false prophet, the tribulation period, and judgment to mankind. Now, uh, I want I want to comfort some people's nerves and uh, give you a little bit of exhortation. Christ is coming back. For those who are in the United States, I can see if you had cancer and you want Christ to come back and you know end this thing, or I can see if you're going to get thrown out your house. But I think we need to be patient. In your patience, possess ye your souls. I think we need to be patient because of the people around us. We need to be patient, and we need to um, have our uh, mind and uh, have our loins, our mental capacity sober, and not so much panic and get mad at God and get mad at everybody else because Christ did not come back where we thought he was or nobody believed your report. Because there, there's going to come a time when you're going to say, when you're in heaven, wow, I'm glad I stuck it out. I remember hearing people from Common Ellen and say, man, it didn't happen, so I'm going to go and do what I, you know, I'm going to go off and do something else. I literally hear people, heard people say that. We have to understand that in this time, the devil is here to shake you out and shift you. And if the devil is coming to shift you, that means he's going to use every opportunity to do that. So if the blood moon did not work yesterday, don't lose heart. We have to go through the complete cycle. We got three more left. Actually, we got a couple more, more than three. And don't lose heart, because there's even one right dab in the middle. Because technically, it's like five of them, five different types of eclipses. 
So you know something is bound to happen. We already know we're in the end time, folks. This is not the time to be lazy. This is not the time to be complacent. This is not the time to get mad at somebody because the prophecies didn't work out the way you're supposed to be, think they are. You know how many prophecies we fell for? 2012, Notre Dame, I mean, even Christians, even, even national, national television preachers and teachers and radio hosts were, were promoting Nostradamus. Heck, even I got into the mix. That's I didn't come on the radio and say anything like that. But, I mean, you fall for stupid stuff like that, and then we feel bad when it doesn't happen. Like, for instance, Pope Francis is the false prophet because he's – I mean, I, mean, I love I, I, I love having Chris Putnam on my show. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying anything bad about him. Actually, he hit the nail on the head on that show. But let's not get so disheartening when we figure out and then try to make the prophecies fit. I tell you what, we should read the Bible and put the Bible first. Don't get upset when Pope Francis is not the false prophet. He's not the false prophet, neither is Barack Obama the Antichrist. Don't get so happy to see these guys. He's coming. The Antichrist is going to be one sharp booger. The Antichrist is going to be so smooth, and I like to use the word smooth. He's like Michael Jackson doing a moonwalk. So smooth that if you are not careful, you're going to fall for it fall for his quackamimi bullcrap. And um, i like to in the future read, um, I might even do it tonight, today, but I want to read um, an excerpt from, I think it's Psalms 52, um, about what the Antichrist is going to say, and I think even in Isaiah. Um, but I think I'll say that for next next time. But let's get back to the to the, the moons, the, the signals. And, and yes, they are signals. And and some people are so arrogant that they say, well, you guys got it wrong again. This is not going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. You know, that's. I mean, they forget that in Second Peter three it says the same thing. But they might not come out and say, where is the promise of his coming? Now these are just, now there are all kinds of different types of scoffers. There are scoffers who believe we're in the end time, but they scoff at the rapture. You say, well, they, well, they, they have their own interpretation that the rapture is going to happen. I don't want to see the Antichrist. I don't. No one. No, it's nowhere in the Bible tells the church to look for that blessed hope of the Antichrist. It just says looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It didn't say anything about looking for the Antichrist. It says He will keep us out of the time of testing that is coming upon the whole world. What we should be telling people is to get ready. To have your clothes, have your, have your, have your robe white is to acknowledge the fact that he's coming back for a church without spot or blemish. And that means that you take on his righteousness. But in Acts, 
He said, we're not saved by works. We are saved by obedience to Christ. You think he's going to tell you to watch that porn? You think he's going to tell you to watch that out, drink that alcohol? You think he's going to tell you to cheat on your wife? You think he's going to tell you to gossip? Lie? Be angry at everybody that moves? So in other words, your conduct is ordered by the Lord to live a holy life, pleasing to him, set apart. Come out from Egypt. Because these signs are not just play toys. Well, they're not signs. They're not they're not any signs. They're they just they just get a hold of yourself, brother. You you're being too supernatural. And they're the same people who talk about UFOs. Which I agree with too. I believe that the strong delusion will be demons, by the way. And I do think we're gonna get some freaky stuff happening in the next couple of months or year. You know, as I say years. It's close, folks. We don't have the time to be going on vacation. Even though vacation is nice, you can go on vacation. But you know what I mean. Don't overdo it. You don't have the time to be eating, overeating this poison food. You know this food This food here that they're killing us. They're passing laws right now. The, fucking, the, the Food and Drug Administration says that you can now eat poison meat. Really? So I can get sick? Oh, Hot Pockets. Mmm. Poison Hot Pockets with aspartame. I can just wash it down with a poisonous aspartame glass of soda. Mmm. Well, there is no conspiracy, though. There's no conspiracy. Artificial sweetener is good for you. It, it makes you lose weight. No, it doesn't. It put on me. Put me weight. Look, folks, I just lost 70 pounds a couple months ago. And... I decided to start drinking some diet sodas. Guess what? I hit a brick wall. And I got fatter. No, no, I didn't get fat, but I gained another 10 pounds for no reason. I said, were you eating some? No, I wasn't. In other words, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he's using men to do it. How could we be so foolish, folks? But the chat traps are crazy. Because they show a sign of Jesus Christ coming in the end of the age of the world for some people. Look, I'm all over the place. But look, let's keep it simple. You might not have to believe in these tetras or these or these signals. But then you have to exclude Luke 21. It says, in Luke 21, 25, and there should be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. And upon the earth, distress of nations. So right now, we're going to start having some distress of nations worse than we have ever had. Oh, Helen, why is the weather getting so bad? I wonder why. You're the same person that says the people who believe in Tetras are crazy. So I, common Ellen, yeah, I fell for that. Shame on me. But I, I didn't put, I only got, I only had one radio show on common Ellen. Maybe two, because the person that was on my show brought it up. But if you notice, you go back and notice, I haven't erased, I probably only erased like one show in the last couple of years. So I got like almost 300 shows. So you go back and tell me how many shows you hear me preach about commonality versus how many shows you heard me preach about the Tetrax. Because I've been talking about the signs in the sun and moon and the stars for a while. And in Genesis chapter 1 through 3, it talks about the sun, the stars and the sun and the moon being as signals. 
when you get him to line up, and it's not us, but when God gets it to line up perfectly well, the eclipse with the Jewish calendar, you can't help but believe that God is trying to signal something. God is about to come into history. The disciples ask him, what should be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? What was his reply? Well, I, I myself enjoy Matthew 24, but at the same time, people love to use Matthew 24 to explain away the rapture, which it is a terrible chapter to do that. Awesomely terrible. Matter of fact, it's super terrible. First of all, he I think he even never even got to the point that says I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Because the church started on Pentecost, right? So technically Gentiles and those who believe. So if you have a believing Jew who believe that Jesus Christ is their personal savior, they're going in this thing called the rapture of the church. And it is, there, there is a sense that the Antichrist cannot rise until there's a complete falling away. And folks, there is a falling away in the church. The church is practically gone. And there's a, there's a remnant, just like Jesus said, he said, you know, in a parable, he says this farmer went out to sow, and he sows into this land, and then the helpers standing right next to the guy. I mean, I'm just ad-libbing, but the, uh, the helpers standing next to the the owner, the farmer. He says, "Look, they're, 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 the wheat looks beautiful growing up, but I know there's some tares growing up with it." He says, "Let it go into the into the harvest time. Then I'll just cut it, slice it, and and throw the wheat into the barn and th- and burn the tares." Well, in our churches today, it's the same thing. Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates will not prevail against it. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. He also says, Peter says, that judgment should begin in the house of the Lord. Now, think about this. On a given day, all things are going normal. And boom, the rapture of the church happens. How many do you suppose some people are going to think they were saved and some people are going to be gone who, and they're going to evacuate and then the church is not there. It's fragmented. So judgment's just begun in the house of the Lord. Some people say, well, we, judgment begins in the house of the Lord because um, God is going to... No, judgment begins without a word. It's a shout. And people will be left behind because of various reasons. And I'm saying you better look carefully at not only the signs and the sun and the moon, but you better look at your conduct. And you may want to analyze the word of God again. And when you're done, check again. And then when you're done, double check. Because there is certain attitudes that I even sense among brothers and sisters, even in myself, but online, on Facebook, where people are just flat out mean. 
Even people who you say, oh, can you come on my show? Oh, no, because, you know, you did this because you didn't respond quick enough. You didn't do I mean, I, I mean, seriously? Something happened recently. I'm just talking about, I mean, just me, people, church folks can be meanest to people in the world. Way, and probably may, way meaner. So what does it have to do with it? I'll tell you what it has to do with it. Be ye also ready for at an hour that you think not the Son of Man is coming. There's coming a time, folks, we better make, we better get on our knees and repent. We better clean house. We better go to Colossians. We better go to Galatians. It's a long list. These people will not inherit the kingdom of God. Make sure you're not swigging on some drinks. I'm speaking, I'm stepping on my feet. I don't drink, but hey, that's my weak spot, so I'm, I'm preaching it. Make sure, make sure you're not gossiping. Make sure you're not watching porn. Oh, make sure, heck, make sure you're not watching close to porn. Watch your walk. That's what I mean. These signs are not here just for dance and play. And, and, and speaking of signs, let's let's talk about the watchman. Let's have the watchman fifteen minutes. Watch yourself, watchman. Don't think you're saved if you don't have Jesus. Don't get high off this Bible prophecy if you don't have Jesus. Don't start reading about the UFOs and aliens and, and, and the mark of the beast and you don't have Jesus. Stop talking about the false prophets and the churches and all this other stuff. Jesus has to be number one in your life. That's why I don't even do That's why I haven't been doing Bible prophecy for a while. I'm going to start doing it. But I need to make sure I'm saved. You got these radio shows, you're running these websites and stuff. Does it really matter if you talk to a thousand people or a million? If you're not saved? Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? Look, God loves you. He does. But we have to come on bended knees to the author and finisher of our faith. It says in Philippians 1, 6, I will continue a work in you until the day of Jesus Christ. This is why the signs are here, folks. The signs are not here for you to have fun and taking pictures of the thing at night. It's for you to get on your knees and repent. To say, I was wrong to my brother or sister. Let me go and to the altar and, and leave them a gift. It's, it's to say that I should love more. Love is an action word, not a, not a talk. He says they, they, their mouths speak of me, but their hearts are far from me. Boy, what are you getting all mad for? Because there's a lot of people on Facebook and YouTube and every other place on website, on the, on the Internet, who, who, who honors Bible prophecy thinking they're going to be raptured, and they're not. And I'm not saying the rapture is not going to happen. That's not what I'm saying. The rapture is going to happen before the tribulation period begins. Don't have these people fooling you thinking that the rapture is not going to happen. The devil wants you. If you really want to know the truth, just like I tell people about Jesus Christ, you really want to know the true religion, just study how the enemy treats that, that person of that religion. Ask me how many people coming against Muhammad. Besides Christians. Of course, Christians aren't really truly coming against Muhammad. They're just coming against the, the wrongness of the religion. It's a false religion. Now you tell me, who? how many enemies does Jesus have? 
And that should tell you who the Messiah is. Now, I have more of a defense for my for my for my my Lord. I have more of a, a way to to come out and defend my faith. I know this is really simple, but let's look at the rapture. How many people do you see that, unless you get an ignorant pre-trip person, how many people do you see come after the pre-trip rapture individuals? And, and ask yourself, in what velocity? I'll tell you what the velocity to come after the pre-trip. Ignorant. I don't even get into it because, I mean, they come to the point of calling you fat. Ugly, fat, pig. He, cause he's a, he thinks that Jesus is going to come and save you. I mean, I've heard everything, folks. That's not loving. That's, that's not loving. God is coming back for a person who is completely sold out and without God. In other words, you're not deceiving yourself Oh, this is okay. I can do this, right? All things are lawful. But if it's not edifying you, and it's, if, it's, if, it's, if, it's, if the word of God calls it unclean, don't do it. I had a church tell me I can masturbate and be fine. And I'm, so, I'm I apologize, ladies. I apologize, everyone. But I, I'm just, I just get straight to the point. Masturbation is simulated sex. It's nasty. Go wash your hands. I mean, literally. It's nasty, unclean. That's what he means by unclean. It's not that you go out and have a have a sex with a donkey. It's it's just unclean. And matter of fact, even if you slept with a lady that's not your wife, it's unclean. And not to mention other things that even Romans chapter one is trying to pre- present. It's just unclean, folks. Well, I listen to um, rap music a little bit, and sometimes it can get. Don't listen to it. Well, uh, well, I um, sometimes listen, you know, and, you know, share some videos that have cuss words. Don't listen. Don't share anything that has cuss words on it, and then apologize about it. If you're born again, you don't do those things. Am I judging you? Yeah, I'm judging you. Well, you're not supposed to judge. No, I'm not judging you to send you to hell. I'm judging you because I love you. How do you judge someone and tell them that they're over-drinking and over-smoking? How do you tell your relative that you're doing too much of something? Or you better get saved. We make judgments every day. I should wash clothes. That's Why are you judging yourself? Because I don't want dirty clothes. How dare you judge me, judge you, judging you about your clothes? Stop at a red light. You're judging me. Boom. Oh, wow. I did not want you to judge me, but you should have told me to stop at the red light. Like you should have told me to stop smoking 10 years ago, even though I wouldn't listen to you. That's what the signs there, folks, for. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're not signs. They're just don't, don't, don't get involved with that stuff. That's just going to send you to hell. Even though they're the same people talking about it's the last days. Am I saying that just because it's the last days and you should buy into anything? No, I'm not saying that. But you better wake up and smell the coffee. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, 
Not everyone who goes and casts out demons and, and talk about Bible prophecy is going to enter the kingdom of God. But he who does the will of the Lord. And then they ask me, where you been at, Phil? Why you ain't been doing a radio program? I want to see backsliding. No, I'm not. I'm making sure I'm born again. You took that long? Yeah. Practically, yeah. Why are you so mad, Phil? Man, gosh, guy. Like the kids I work with. <laughs> they don't tell me that, though. I'm just joking. But the signs are there, folks. The signs are there. The signs, even if there wasn't the tetras, even if it wasn't the blood moons, the signs are still there. You spend most of your time on Facebook trying to prove that the rapture is not right or the signs are not right or, or the, who, Barack Obama is the Antichrist. Barack Obama is not the Antichrist. He has gray hair. He's getting old. He's been on the scene for six years. We've all been left behind. And the best thing, that, uh, the best evidence is the false prophet came five years after him. Quit looking for the Antichrist. We're not going to be here. And if you are here, you're going to know exactly who he is within at least months of the rapture of the church. Don't get left behind. Put Jesus first. Get some of those God, little G's off your throne. Sit Jesus back on the throne. You get off the throne also. The signs and the sun, moon, and the stars say, get off the throne. Let Jesus get on the throne. Yeah, I'm angry. We got all these gods. We got American Idol. We got NFL football. We got NCAA basketball. We got buying a house. We got going to college. We got sending your kids to model school, sending your kids to football camp. We got McDonald's. We got, I mean, we got toys. We got airplanes. We got trips. We got vacations. We got, I mean, everything. Little gods all over the place. We even got books to read other than the Bible. No, I'm not judging anyone. I'm just saying to you that the signs are here to say get off your butt and move so the devil won't hit you. Will your mama split you? Because he's coming for you. He doesn't care. He wants you left behind so he can eat you up and send the government after you and send these black suits after you. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about you. He wants you to drink aspartame and be dead. He wants you to have a heart attack. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about me. I didn't even think he cares about his demons that's working with him. But is Jesus coming back in 2014, 15, 16, 17? I have no idea, but five years goes quick. I got a six-year-old that we just gave his birthday. I remember when he was first born. I'm sitting on the computer. He's sitting on the computer at two, one years old, sitting there on the can barely can walk, but on the computer shifting from one page to the next. And no, we did not let him go on sites that he had no business going on. But six years can go by quick, folks. Don't give up. Don't just because some of these things don't happen. I mean, just because the first book. I mean, if you got into the if you if you were believing that the first. Uh, but Moon was going to produce World War III the next day or the rapture of the church, you got you going to be in for disappointment. Now, I'm not saying that nothing's going to happen in 2014, but there's a good chance that nothing will not happen in 2015 or 16 or 17. But it's going to happen. Don't feel bad 
in your in your patience possess ye your soul. Don't get mad at me because I say before 2021, you know something would have happened. So that's too long. That's seven years from here. I've been in the house that I'm at eight years. Heck, if you're in college or if you if you if you if you have a grandkid that's coming pretty soon, the grandkid's going to be like seven years old by the time the tribulation period starts. I'm just joking. I mean, I don't have nowhere else to put it. I mean, I, I'm just serious, folks. I mean, don't get so bogged down with time. You know, you know that how can you be Methuselah who lived to be nine hundred some years old? You'll be like, man, uh, the rapture is never going to happen. You know, you'd be like Enoch. He walked with God, and then he was not, where he was taken. Imagine if you had to go all the way up to Methuselah, nine hundred years old, and then die. That's a long time. So you can wait for seven years. I mean, heck, if you really just think about it, if you in your 30s, you was just 21. Now you're 30, 31. It goes by fast, folks. Hang on. Don't, don't, it's not even worth it. It's not worth looking back like and turning into a pillar of salt. Remember Lot's wife? I mean, I promise y'all, I'm not going to be mad in the, in the other shows. But this show is, just, I'm just saying, I believe that those are signs. But if there wasn't signs, what's the big deal? We're still in the last days. Why do you even sit and put a post out about the blood moons when you know doggone well you don't even know what you're talking about? You really don't know if the blood moons are correct. What if what I'm saying is correct and you've got to let the blood moons play out and you're telling everybody the blood moons are not for real? How do you know? How do you know they're real? We got more evidence saying they're real than they're not, just like you have more evidence saying that there's a pre-trip rapture than it is not. Well, you haven't shown me one piece of, of scripture. And they have never shown me any piece of scripture for a post-trip or mid-trip. I don't get it. Anytime you have verses, chapters 1 through 4 in Revelations talking about the church and then the word church is not mentioned, by itself should be enough. Let alone every time God was, every time Israel was obedient to God, he protected them. He said, well, he's going to protect the, the, this sounds ridiculous to believe we're going to have many billions of Christians running around the tribulation period, and everybody's going to be protected. It's easier just to say, you know what? Testing, testing. I hope I get, I hope you guys hear me because I have no – I just realized that I don't even know if you can hear me. I, I want this, my wife upstairs <laughs> watching. Anybody can, on Facebook tell me if y'all can hear me because I'm just going on and going and going, and I just realized I can hear myself actually – but I can't see uh, if it's actually on. But anyway, um, this is not my style. This is this 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 going on and ramping is not my style. It used to be my style, but now I have a more subtle approach. But today, I'm, I'm just kind of frustrated because uh, I, I do believe that we are. Uh, the last generation, I believe that we're we're years away uh, years away from the whole thing coming to an end, and I'm not including our seven years. I'm just saying where you yeah actually I am including seven years. We are years away 
from this, the end of the age completely, the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is coming. It should come as a thief. It says in um, uh, Luke 21 that it should come upon the world like a snare. And if, it comes, if it's coming upon the world like a snare, then we know that uh, it's going to come upon the world with no warning. It's going to come upon the world with no warning at all. So what would it look like? Honestly, what would it look like? Are we going to see meteors falling from the sky and, and angels flying through the sky giving the gospel and then the Antichrist, frogs coming out of his mouth and, you know, creatures flying around looking like ugly fang horses with blonde hair and biting people and hailstorms and earthquakes and fire grasses burning and, I mean, going to crap without a paddle. And um, well, what is it going to look like? Is it going to look like that? Or, or, or am I right to say that he says it's going to come upon the world with the, like a snare? He says, when you think not, the Son of Man is coming. So what does that mean? Well, I mean, how can you draw the parallel to say that we're, we're pre-trip, we, we're, we're going to be post-trip out of here? And not only that, that we, we, we rapture up and then we come right back down with horses. Oh, that's just awesome. I mean, we're not going to get no chance to just chill for a minute. Uh, we're not going to be chilling because we're going to be up there worshiping God, which I think he, he's worthy to be, be, be praised here, and he's worthy to be praised uh, there. He's worthy. God is worthy to be praised. Uh, and, uh, and I believe that. God is, God is going to be praised for eternity. He's going to be praised forever and ever and ever. And matter of fact, he has angels upon his throne, and they are uh, praising God day in and day, not, day out. You can almost bet your bottom dollar that they're praising God as we speak. And, uh, you know, that's what you're going to do for the rest of you. So you want to ask somebody, ask you what, what you're going to do when you grow up, tell them you're going to be a praiser of God in this, in this strong room and watch them look at you like you're crazy. You're going to do what? I think you better check on um, Gordon because I think he's going crazy. You know, uh, no, I'm not going crazy. I believe that uh, Jesus will be praised for eternities. Now, are we going to be up in heaven being bored? Uh, I don't think so. I think we're going to be in heaven with uh with God and it's going to be an awesome thing. But anyway, I'm going to pay y'all. I'm going to play a song and I will be right back. Bad news, the good news. No more ill street blues. Transform from the old to the new. I got good news. Ah, check it. Bad news, the good news, ill street blues, no matter where you move, cats still got dirt on you, ah. Yeah, I remember you hustling on the block, at that time it wasn't the gospel you had on the block. Shorty wear them Tim's and sack, hung around the wrong crowd with the juice in the paper bag. Things I had got into at that time was only a couple inches from a life of crime. So I found rhyming 
to be an architect Started working on freestyle so I could get that check But not yet, down the road I met Jesus Christ Saw the good in me and he saved my life Took the burning away and my load was light No real real runs, creeping out throughout the night Dreaming of the spotlight luxuries No more hangover miseries Fighting my enemies, sharp in my eyesight But cats still hated on you, debating on you My past, my boy, I got the way I news Straight from the headlines, blazing words Victory is mine, like Kojak like Kojak Caroline, but can't sleep proclaiming he'll be back next week and talking at cheese, but there goes the action. Now you see that proof ain't nobody laughing. Ah. Reactions are picture perfect, all this good news most definitely worth it. No more bad news, brand new shoes from the upper room, introducing my good news. From bad news to good news, no more ill, no more clothes, transform from the old to the new. Brand new tales, brand new lifestyle, brand new profile. Streets are talking, daily gossip for the day. You heard about Robert Jones, yeah, they can't got fake. But there's a comments of the hood, gotta see it to believe it. Then just a son, he'll be back to his old habits again. Where's no pretense, a transformation. Criminal character being erased from the nation. My habit for the poison's been eliminated. Through God's laboratory, I've been recreated. Cats still can't believe what they saw. And just like snakes in the grass, they prime my downfall. So I stand. Talk, enjoy the new status, change the flesh, put the preacher to the practice, and while cats bring up the past, to expose you to the nose, yeah, I'm gonna wax so cats can hear my testimony, expose the phony address, issues give props and respect to where it's due, and I, this is all said and done, no sweat on my back, and my battle's already won, Get rid of the gun guy God, the only protection is from Jehovah Jireh, but in cats ears, all you hear is blah, blah, blah. They want the bad news, but I got good news. Uh, yeah. Bad news to good news. No more ill street blues. Transform from the old to the new. Brand new tunes, brand new lifestyle. Brand new hope out, no more rugged child. Uh, bad news to good news. No more ill street blues. Transform from the old to the new. Brand new tunes, brand new lifestyle. Brand new hope out, no more rugged child. Bad news to good news, no more ill street blues. Ah, uh, bad news to good news, no more ill street blues. Ah, uh, bad news to good news, no more ill street blues. Transform from the old to the new. Brand new tales, brand new lifestyle, brand new profile, no more rugged child. Bad news to good news. Okay, I hope y'all didn't hear any echoes on that song because I would have no idea. I have no chat rooms open. I think I had chat rooms open for years. Uh, chat a chat room open for years. Um, but um, anyway, uh, I just wanted to point out um, that uh, the Antichrist uh, is not who you think he is, and. Um, I believe that these blood moons are a sign of all things end of the age uh, in relevance to everything that will be happening on God's time clock. Uh, and if for those people who believe that the uh, 
uh, end of the age is near, but don't believe that those uh, blood moons were a sign, that's fine. I mean, that's only, that's, that's you. Uh, and, I, and I do believe that you will find out all things when you get to heaven. And we will see through the glass better than we did down here. We see through the glass dimly, or even have dimly. Uh, we see more things than we do. Some people are right about certain issues. Everybody's going to have their uh, time to be right on some issues. But it's not a matter about being right. It's about having your name written in the book of life. That's what it's about. Uh, now, like I said before, uh, I'm going to do a show on the Mediterranean Union because I don't believe, I, I believe that the uh, uh, United States of Europe is part of the uh, beast. They're the, they're the West Ring of the beast. Uh, and I think that the Middle East and Africa, Northern Africa, would make up the rest of the bees. They would make up five, and uh, of course, it would be a combination of ten. And then when the Antichrist rises to power, he would have ten, ten kings. Because remember, the Word of God says that they have not received the kingdom of the yet. That means that they receive what they already had, which are regions. But then he moves into the temple and becomes the eighth king and he's still the seventh but he ends up being the eighth king and then he divides the world up into a, a club of Rome ten regional empire remember the word of God says he divides the world up for gain so when Nikolai Kosokozi started the uh, uh, Mediterranean Union in, 19, in 2007 eight and eight I, I kind of uh, looked at the uh, the land mass and said that this, hey, this is the this is the old Roman Empire, which will come to a revitalization in in the form of ten. So when the Antichrist first comes to the scene, he will come from among this organization that has to somewhat already exist. Uh, he now what what can happen though is he can also run the he can go over to the West Wing, but but be from the Assyrian. Uh, territory, which he is called in Isaiah the Assyrian. Uh, so we have to take a look at that. And, and, and who are the three that he should subdue? The three kings that he should subdue could be a uh, Turkish-style um, Ottoman Empire. And, uh, and and the way I see it is this: if it's ten regions. And there's three in the Middle East, two in Africa, and five in in uh, Europe. Then he will possibly take over the regions of the Middle East, which will be three, which making it a small Ottoman Empire. Which people are saying that well, in Ezekiel 38, 39, is Islam will be destroyed. That's not necessarily true. Now I can tell you when it's going to be destroyed, and I and I also believe that the person who will give him a mortal wound will be Islamic, because what happened is he went against his own, and he decided to uh, do his his own way. But then again, you can say, well, that doesn't hold fit because if that's the case, then. He didn't come. He he never declared himself God until he received the mortal wound. So then they will be shooting him for rejecting his religion and going into a somewhat uh, 
pseudo-emperor, I am God type of thing. So uh, anything can fit. I mean, we don't know. We see through a glass half full <laughs> or a glass mostly dim. Um, sometimes we see, you know, we see things the way we want to see them, and then we get mad at somebody else for not seeing them the way we want to see them. But I, I, I can almost bet you a million dollars, but Barack Obama is not the Antichrist. I'm not going to say I'm going to see everything your way. You know, if you think Barack Obama is the Antichrist, then we're going to have a weak Antichrist. He's 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 not a strong president, so how in the heck is he going to be a strong? The Antichrist is beyond me, and he doesn't even really like Israel. So the Antichrist comes out as a peacemaker. He comes out conquering to conquer. Um, remember when he rides in the, on a horse in the Revelation chapter six? He's coming to con- he's com- coming to conquer and to conquer, meaning he's coming uh, with some umph. He's not coming with weakness. He's coming with strength. And um, when, when we think uh, the Antichrist is going to be someone that is weak, yeah, and then then we can we can say, well, yeah, we we can we can make anything fit. We can make anybody the Antichrist. We can make we can make um, soupy sales the Antichrist. And but that that it doesn't hold fit. It doesn't hold tight. Uh, so. Anyway, I, I, I'm just so blessed to be here with y'all today. Uh, I know I kind of yelled a little bit, but uh, we need to open our eyes. Uh, we don't have that much time. There's no time left. Uh, um, you know, you can get, you can either put all your eggs in Jesus' basket or you can go ahead and um, uh, continue on what you were doing and get caught by surprise. And you will get caught by surprise because uh, you're going to have to go through a tribulation period. Um, and, and, and then I want to say, say this to y'all, too. Um, this is what I'm about to say. I'm, I only got a few minutes to say it. Um, once save, always save, according to God's foreknowledge, is the only one save, always save. If you walk away from God, you got to remember the parable of the prodigal son. He said, my son was dead, but now he's alive. So in the state that his son was in, he was dead. So he's going back to the land of the dead. So when you go to Walmart and you see these people, everyone there, could be in their place for eternity in less than 10 years from here. And I say it again. When you go to Walmart, a football game, or you go to high school, or you go to church, and church, yes, church, everyone you see has a decision to make. It's either going to be for Jesus or it's going to be the broad world. That leads to death. The walking dead. He says, my son was dead, but now he's alive. I would not bet my money, if I was a betting man, to tell my family members that once you are saved, you're always saved. 
because there is a formality going on in the church world where people tend to forget that Galatians chapter 1 said that if you preach any other gospel than the one that they, you've, they've received, you are cursed. So if you're telling people that the grace of God is so sufficient that it would tolerate your practice of sin, you can't even go into the NFL thinking that you're going to go there and just do what you want to do and make it. And I use the NFL because it's a good illustration. You go to any endeavor, any place, and you think you're going to get by doing what you want to do. You're going to get fired from McDonald's. You're going to get cut from a football team. Hey, peewee football will probably sit you on the bench if you think you can kick some kids in the, in the stomach. There, God has a standard. He raised up a standard, and the standard is holiness. And if you don't, you're not going to always be holy. You're not going to be, only one person was holy, holy all the time, and that was Jesus Christ. But we practice Righteousness. The world is the first to see your hypocrisy. How do they know if, if, if we're supposed to, as a church, tolerate our, fa our family members saying, oh, I heard somebody tell somebody, well, your son is um, on crack. Well, that's fine, as long as he said the sinner's prayer. That is a lie, folks. Jesus must be your everything, your sinner, everything in your life. He must be your life. He's coming back for a church who does the will of my father. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? He says the only person who's going to be saved and, and going to heaven and hearing that trumpet sound is the one who does the will of his father. How do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? It says in First, First John, it talks about obedience to Christ. It talks about that in the Gospel of John. If you, if you, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. My commandments are not burdensome. They, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. He's not here to harm you. Whatever Jesus tells you to stop doing, whoever God the Father or the Holy Spirit tells you to stop doing, and you stop doing it, life is good. You just gotta, you just got to make sure you flee from lust, from youthful lust. Make sure you flee from sin. Make sure you know. Make sure you know. To respond to that last person, just because uh, I can respond very quickly, uh, no one knows the day and hour of Christ's return. And even if I stuck 50, 50 dates up there, it's, what's the big deal? What, are you, what, are, what is your point? I mean, I'm not being mean or nothing. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if, if I say 2015, 16, 17, 18, you couldn't come to me and tell you what you know, no one knows the day and hour. Where do you get that from? I don't even know if that person's listening. I don't even know the date of next year's Super Bowl. I know it's, I know it's close. I know it's the sixth. And most, most of the last couple of years has been on the sixth. So what's your point? I mean, I'm not saying that flustly. I'm not just I'm just like I don't get it. People use that no one knows the day and hour to I mean people will argue about anything. I'm not you're not hurting my feelings, you're not getting me angry. I'm just I'm just saying. This is what I this is why I'm yelling today. Because of people like that. 
I mean, they would they would bring out a point, and they don't have a point. No one knows the day and hour. Yeah, you're right. No one knows the day and hour. So what's your point? You better know something. You better know something, or else you're going to get caught sleeping. So in other words, we don't know the time frame. That's what that's that's what these people are talking about now. They're 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 technically they're saying we don't know the time frame. So let me go do what I want to do. And for the people who study Bible prophecy, no one knows the day and hour. They are just like I've been saying the whole show. They want to do what they want to do because they want to. I'll do it until I see the Antichrist. I have to see these signs first. Show me a sign, and then I'll believe you. The sign happened 2,000 years ago, and the sign's still in people's hearts today, in changing lives. Jesus is a lifesaver. You know what it coming even at the door, sir. Mark, you know when he's at the door. He says in Revelations, I stand at the door and knock. And if you open the door, I'll come in. I think the most important thing is to know that you're ready. Because you can get caught sleeping when you're thinking no one knows the day and hour. No one knows the day and hour. I just know my family's birthdays next year. I know I can look at a calendar and tell. But for instance, if I was going to have to go on a family year in two years from here, I know particularly when we normally have our family year, so it would be that you normally do the ceremonies after the 4th of July. So I'm making a point here, and the point is foolish to even try to guess and make your plane tickets. But you know when you should be making your plane tickets because normally every year we have our family reunion at the same specific time. Now, if we see all the signs come into fruition, we see all the signs come into play, then we know that summer's near. We can see the grass growing. We can see the leaves coming back on the trees. But when the fall comes, the leaves fall off the tree. Then we see signs. Of the, they're, they're starting. There's no snow, though, in the fall. So you know that you can still do, grow, you know, pull up your garden and you're done. But in the summertime, it, this thing happens. The cycle happens over and over again. So you know reaping and sowing. You know it's time to plant. It's time to pull up. You know, things like that. But in the, in, as far as Jesus Christ leaving 2,000 years ago, you know that the time is coming. After Israel became a nation again, you know that the generation who will see these things happen, who will see uh, a nation being born in one day, who will see the mark of the beast technology, who will see the European Union come to a, a super state, and, and, and Nikolai Sarkozy starting the uh, uh, organization that will one day become that beast, at least in my opinion. You will see wars and rumors of wars. You see earthquakes increase. 
And that's why I ask you, what's your point? I'm not here to tell you the day and hour. There's not one thing in this show to tell you I said the day and hour. There's nothing that you can get out of that. And and a lot of times that's why I kind of stay away from uh, Facebook. It's already enough that YouTube is idiotic enough. Um, I'd rather be on YouTube than um, Facebook. Because people just like to argue about nothing. But when the time comes and Jesus comes, everything will come to the forefront and everything will be exposed. And then all those people who wanted the rapture to happen later, we're going to find out that they actually have some secrets. Or who wanted to say, okay, when the two witnesses are here and they drop dead and then they fly up in the air and then when the Antichrist kills them, or you know, well, actually I had those reversed. But anyway, when you have the false prophet and calling fire from down from the sky and you have all these things happen, oh, the rapture of the church is going to happen uh, right about three, 30 more days. So no one knows the day and hour. So I'm, I'm a post-tribber. But I actually know the day and hour that the rapture is going to happen. It's like foolishness, folks. And I bet you, I bet you, Mark is a post-tribber. I said, "Why do you keep picking up Mark? Because it's just foolish." I mean, I spent this much time off of this thing. I don't even get on Blog Talk Radio. I don't even have a chat room because people are ignorant. Okay, you don't even sound like a Christian. They're ignorant. What do you what do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? They're ignorant. I'm ignorant sometimes. But they are real ignorant. I mean I mean unsafe we gotta pray for them. But I just feel like what I feel like about Christians on Facebook, I feel like not everyone is a Christian on Facebook. Just because we say we're a Christian. Where we're not not everybody's a Christian. That's why you have to go search the scriptures. You have to go live the scriptures. When you get done, when you get done with church on Friday, you just start it. On, on Sunday, you just start it. When you just get done listening to the pastor, your, your Bible reading has just begun. It should never end on Sunday and begin on Sunday. And, and, and the thing is, a lot of times when I tell you certain things, I'm not here to 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 get. I'm not here to to, to show my flesh. I'm not here to get mad. I'm just here to say, you know what? It, it gets a t- it comes a time when uh, people just sort of, you know, love each other and edify each other. Barely, rarely is my shows I'm going to come after somebody. I guess this is frustration when you see everything has to be picked. But then when I tell you grace is so sufficient that it tolerates sin, you're fine with that. When I stick on a show that says Jesus can come back 2015, 16, 17, 18, or shortly after that, you pick on it. Let me come after that. But see, when, when I tell you that you have to obey Christ, because he's king of the kingdom that you're trying to get into. Oh, yeah. So you're telling me that I have to do what Christ says? 
Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say do? But I'm going to go and tell Phil's radio program that he's trying to pick the day and hour. Huh, let me see, day and hour. I know my birthday is February 18th. That's all I know. I can tell you Christmas falls on December 20th, pagan holiday, but I love it still. Oh, man, he loves a pagan holiday. No, I don't. I just kind of give gifts to my kids. I should give it to them any time in the year, right? I can't afford it. So, hey, the best time to do it is during the time everybody else is giving Christmas gifts. How about we just celebrate the times that we know that even if he did not rise or was born on that day. Now, now Easter eggs get, I mean, I told my kids they're not doing that. And and as far as uh, as far as Halloween, we're going to go to a church and we're going to just get candy. And as far as Christmas, I'm going to give them gifts. Now the Christmas tree I battle with because I just oh God, I just now nah, shame on me, man, shame on me for the Christmas tree, shame on me. I'm working on it. I, I I just my kids is oh can we have a Christmas tree? I don't see myself worshiping no Christmas tree. I think we, my daughter puts it up in five minutes, and I just like the lights off of it. But I mean, you're begging, you're begging, begging the point, and you're probably right. And trust me, eventually I'm gonna say, man, can we do without a Christmas tree this year? <sighs> Maybe Jesus will come back and rescue me before then. Oh, you saying he's gonna come back December 25th? No, I didn't say that. I'm making a I'm making a joke. Everybody know that, right? Because, I, I mean, I think sometimes people are picky about certain things. This is irrelevant. And they're all fine with being not picky on things that are actually not biblical. Because because technically Jesus said, uh, he says, enter in through the straight gate. And then he says that there's um, many ways that people are going to try to go to heaven. And then right after that, he talks about false prophets or, or false teachers. And then guess who's going to be delivering you the message to tell you that the narrow gate is the way you can go. And then right after the false prophet part, he says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? So particularly what he's saying that obedience is probably the reason why the road is either narrow or wide. Because people, truth, I, I can go down the street right now to Walmart and tell you, and, and if I knew everybody's name, they can everybody wear, wear a name tag, I'll tell you the Gospel of Mary, the Gospel of John, the Gospel of Peter, the Gospel of Tito, the Gospel of Jose, the Gospel of, everybody has their own Gospel. You call your family members up, everybody in their house will have the Gospel, their own Gospel, the Gospel of Lynn, the Gospel of Brenda, the Gospel of Jacob, the Gospel of John. I mean, everybody has, and I ain't talking about John, the actual person who wrote the Gospel, I'm talking about somebody else down the street. Everybody has their interpretation. Well, that's my interpretation of it. Well, this is what I think. What I think is, what about what the Bible says? Have you ever had a Christian do that to you? Well, this is what I think. When's the last time you picked up the Bible? I, I don't really say that because I don't want to offend. Well, actually, yeah, I do say that. Hmm. When's the last time you picked up the Bible? Um, Christmas? Easter? Um, can you go read it first? And, and I never, and I, yeah, I, I, I do, I am, I do kind of watch myself, and I, I, I don't, I'm not mean. This is the meanest you're gonna get me today. Yeah, this, this is probably, this is probably it right here. This is probably the meanest you're gonna get me. But I asked the person, okay, so this is what I think about what the Bible's trying to say. Well, this is what I'm doing. This is what, well, when I read, how about, and they can quote scripture too. 
be careful. But see, I just let them, I let them, well, this is what I do. I let people talk. And then when they're done, I use what they said against them. And it's pretty good. It's pretty fun, though. When, you, when you're ready to just cut in and just bamboozle what they're trying to say, you, you set yourself up. So you have to be patient. Because number one, you don't want to offend, you don't want to come to a point. I only offend them when I need to, and the boy I could do a good job of doing that. When I say I don't want to offend them, I don't want to say when's the last time you read the Bible? Well, you don't read the Bible then. I want to just I, I want to leave a seed there, but see, I want to save that later. So when I'm done, I can say, well, you got to read the Bible. Jesus wants us to read the Bible. Don't just go to church and have your pastor preach to you. And then when you walk out the door, the devil takes and steals what you already have. And then you have nothing else for the rest of the week. Imagine if we go off of just not eating any food for the whole Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Man, you will fall out. and they will, You can't be like Jesus, go up to the mountain to be tempted to the devil and then fast for 40 days before that. It doesn't work that way. You say, well, I, 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 well, imagine if you're doing that in the spiritual. If you're doing that in the physical, you're doing it in the spiritual. So if you're fasting <laughs> on God's word, you have nothing to work off of. You must live by, God, Jesus said you, you should live by, you should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So he's, he's sort of, comparing the two the necessity to eat what did he say about the 5,000 people who came up to you he said you just follow me you just want, want the food I got you don't want to hear what I got to say you don't want to see the miracles you just want the food so we need to present the gospel clear cut and to the point all this yelling I'm doing today it's just just I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, it, it's mostly because before I stopped listening to Facebook, and I got people, dun, dun, my computer goes, dun, dun, when somebody matches me, messages me, and they message me uh, stuff like, um, no one knows the day and hour, blah, 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 blah. And I, I'm good with that, but I'm just frustrated from Facebook anyway. You say, why are you hooked up to Facebook? Because I, I just wanted to see what's anybody listening to me, and apparently they are. But I want to make sure that I was on without. So if nobody can't hear me, then what's the? I'm just going on for, and maybe maybe this show should be erased. I'm just joking. But you have to be fully committed to Christ, your whole heart. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. You say, who can do that? You can. I can. Everybody can. I've seen people get excited. My my coworker named Dave. I hopefully you don't know who I'm talking about, but he gets so excited about food. If you see this guy, you would laugh. I mean, I don't laugh at people, but he gets so excited about. He knows all the restaurants. He knows what they put on. He it, you used to see him explain. Oh yeah, they put a nice piece of sausage on there. Good sauce, and then he'll clap his hands. Mm, let me go get some. And he'll rub them together, and I'm just like laughing. But I'm not really laughing. On the surface, I'm just laughing inside because this cat knows everything about food. But it's 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 humorous. Uh, I go to um, work and I, 
you know, I, I witness to people, and I, I wait for the door to open. I wait for God to open. I pray once before I leave the house, and you know, I work with I work at a uh, treatment center for, for kids, and I mean, I'm not going to tell any word, what, about the boys. I mean, that's that's all private stuff. I mean, I can't tell you. I can maybe tell you when I quit. I mean, when I when I resign or whatever. But for right now, I'm just talking about my coworkers, and because uh, most of that stuff confidentiality. But my coworkers. Um, I, I witness to everybody. I witness to the kids, and um, yeah. And I tell people, I say, man, you have, you know, in a nice way, in a subtle way, in a quiet way, you you have to be committed to Christ. You have to count the cost. Um, it's not like you can um, lackadaisically get raptured or or lackadaisically die and you and and then you end up in heaven. It doesn't work that way. Now, are we saved by works? No. Show me your faith, and I'll show you my faith through my works. Um, we are saved by grace through faith, but faith alone, you show me real faith, I'll see it in action. That's me. I mean, I, I had to change the quote because it wasn't working for me. But you show me faith, genuine faith, and I show you a victorious life. A defeated faith. Huh. Get, now, so who is the people who are saved as by fire? I think they barely make it because it's it's murky. I think they spend a lot of time defeated. Um, now we have overcome the world even through our what? Faith. Show me your faith, and I'll show you my faith through my works. Now, are we saved by works? No. At the point of salvation, you're saved by grace through faith. But a faith that saves is alone, but a faith that saves is not alone. I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to be right back. This old house I'm living in It's needing repair Windows and the shutters are letting in That cold, cold air Keep saying to myself I'm gonna fix them When I can get the time all I've been getting lately Leaving on Lately all I've got is leaving on my mind You know it seems that's all 
I guess I should be looking For a better place to live I can't seem to get excited About this world and all it can give You know I wouldn't care less If I could buy it all With one solitary dime What good could the world do me When I've got even on my mind for uh, my shrewdness on today's show and just um like I say that's I, I I was not on Facebook for a while um and um you know by many offenses uh, you know, and that's what I kind of look at it as of offenses um I we we sometimes have to to uh develop a uh what they call it a heart of um gold but uh um, mind of um, steel, and um, you know, I didn't get mad at anybody. I was just kind of lashing out in relevance to uh, some of the articles that I saw and some of the people who were expressing against the blood moons, which uh, you know, I can understand. Trust me, I'll be the first to tell you that. But what I've been trying to tell y'all that just be careful about the blood moons because they will have to finish their um, cycle. Uh, because if you look, go back and look at even 1492, um, it, it had to finish its cycle before the, the Jews were expelled out of um, uh, Spain. And um, in 1948, it had to finish. It. Actually, it was after the after 1948 that the signs was there that Israel would become a nation. And in 1949 is when they actually received the honors to have their own nation. And in 1967, it actually happened to happen on uh, or right on uh, that time. So we have to give the time cycle the, the time cycle out. Now, here's what I do believe in five minutes left on the show is that the, the um, Damascus will um, or Syria will enter the fray. And I believe that's the next thing to happen um, 
and I'm not talking about uh, as far as the United States is concerned, because I believe that the United States, anything can happen. And and technically, the blood moons were over the United States. Uh, the blood moons were not. Uh, uh, they were not uh, over Israel, and we saw it. And um, the people in the United States saw it, uh, but uh, I don't think Israel was was able to see it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, a- anything can happen. I mean, and yeah, we don't know the day and hour. We don't know the day and hour of Christ's return. That's why you should be ready at all times. Be ready that at the hour that you think not, the Son of Man can come. And um, we have to uh, completely uh, give our life to Christ. And be ready. Be ready because it's not worth staying here. It's not worth being left behind. And um, when we uh, knock on the door the second time, it's not going to respond. The door is going to be shut and the ark will be closed. So uh, if you don't know Jesus... Uh, I don't believe that there is in the Bible a sinner's prayer. But repent and turn towards the Lord. And go towards him. See, some some people are scared to tell uh, their listeners or their church attenders that God wants your life. Because he can do a lot more with your life than we can sometimes do. God set me free from bondages that I never thought I would be free from. But see, I had to look at the Lord and I had to get close to God. And he had to strengthen me. And he had to take those sins out, not me. The Lord is waiting, my friend. He's waiting for you. He's waiting to free you from bondage. Let him do it today. He has a plan for the rest of your life. I know we say that Jesus is coming back soon, but there is time. Redeem the time, because they are short. Redeem the time, because the days are short. Redeem the time, because we're in the last days. Christ is soon to return, and his reward is with him. And those who will find themselves in heaven, will stand in front of God to give an account. But better is for him to stand in front of the Lord than him to stand at the great white throne judgment. Where he used to say, I never knew you. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. That is a day I do not want to be a part of. That is a day that I dread for anybody else and definitely my family members it is not hard to get deceived into believing that we are okay that we're saved by grace and grace that will allow us to live the way we want to live or a grace that will allow me to hold my own gospel We want to open up the word of God and live by it. We should not live by bread alone, but by every word to proceed out of the mouth of God. I encourage you for the rest of this week to pick up your word and read it. 
I'm going to be doing some different things where um, I stay on point. But I'm going to have a day when I call it yell day, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to start yelling. <laughs> but uh, those days are going to be few, far in between because we have to get the gospel out and get it much nicer than I delivered it today. But Christ is coming back. We cannot afford to sit up here and say no one knows the day and hour when no one even mentioned it. In other words, if you're going to split, it needs to be split where sin is involved. Split hairs and tell someone the truth. For the truth will set them free. Don't split hairs from not without a cause. Think before you split. God bless y'all and y'all have a wonderful day. You have been listening to the Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on the Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus. God bless y'all. Have a wonderful day.